Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. You've been listening to Tom Hartman. For audio and video archives, visit TomHartman.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Reaching across the country for the biggest sports news this weekend. From Atlanta to Seattle, from Boston to L.A., this is Big Sports Radio. Big Sports Radio, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. Glad you are here with us as we uh, get into this. Uh, it's a holiday weekend. We want to also, first off, say it is Veterans Day on the 11th. Um, thank you so much to everyone who has made those sacrifices um, and kept us safe and kept our country great. Um, we have so much uh, going on, obviously, basketball tipping off this week. We've got the big football game coming up uh, in State College. We're going to get uh, talk a lot about that uh, on the way. But, fellas, let's first talk a little hoops. Uh, usually you get through the first week without much, uh, you know, hoo-ha because, you know, everyone's kind of playing the, the cupcake, right, the guarantee games. And then there was Michigan State. Um, number four in the country, losing at home, um, had to rally to get to overtime where James Madison put him away. This was uh, this was a shocker. Well, James Madison was the father of the Constitution, so it, it does make you know that, that there's a lot of they got a lot of talent there. Um, so no, I, I I do think that they're a better team than most people gave them their credit for. And Michigan State just didn't play, didn't shoot the ball well. You cannot. Yeah, in college basketball, man, there's so many teams that can beat you. You got to bring it every day. And Tom Izzo was not happy with his veteran guys. I know that after the game. And so uh, he said he's going to play some more freshmen moving forward. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he also talked about having a hard practice and we're going to stop worrying about resting people. So I think uh, this parody <laughs> in the uh, NCAA basketball has truly hit new levels. And while there are Big Ten teams that are laughing about this, it could be your team that's next. So be careful out there, yeah. folks. <laughs> that's right. And by the way, you know, Izzo is known for, you know, practicing with his guys with football pads, right? So that's standard. What's 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 a hard practice look like? We're gonna get out the bulldozers? You know, they the- <laughs> they, they do the same thing but without football pads. <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing a cup? Take that cup off. <laughs> that's not happening. Um, well, yeah, so basketball. <laughs> it's like that meme where the guy's just kicking the guy in the groin over and over. Right. <laughs> and that's just warm-ups. That's, that's free practice. Exactly. <laughs> oh. 
Coach, stop. Coach, stop. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> We've got a game tomorrow. Then you got Dr. Nasser. Look at it. <laughs> oh, oh, he went there. Oh, wow. All righty. Uh, I'm going to save you from that one. We keep moving on here on Big Sports Radio. Uh, we mentioned the big football game. Uh, Penn State, number nine, hosting Michigan, number three. Um, guys, Michigan has just been – they've been just dominant. They've steamrolled over everybody. But let's let's be fair. Uh, this is the first ranked team they faced all season long in the Nittany Lions. Yeah, they really haven't – and I don't want to say they haven't played anybody, but – they really haven't played anybody. I mean, that was like, you know, it turns out Rutgers is decent. They handled them, you know, but overall, they haven't played anybody who was like what I would call a legit quality, you know, top 25 type of team even. And so this is their chance to prove themselves. Um, but they have taken care of business and they're going to get a couple here in these last three weeks when they get, you know, Penn State and of course Ohio State coming up. And even Maryland at, on the road is, you know, not an easy one, I guess. So, but yeah, I, They've got something to prove as much as Penn State does. Yeah, will will this controversy make them want to go out and beat the tar out of Penn State for their coach, or will it have a bunch of distracted, you know, nineteen to twenty three year olds? And that's the beauty of coaching college sports. We'll all see live in front of one hundred seven thousand people and uh, a national TV crowd. It's a noon kickoff on Fox, but of course the controversy following the Wolverines everywhere. Uh, like a really bad, uh, you know, trail uh, behind them. Um, the sign stealing scandal continues in Ann Arbor, and fellas, once again, it, it it's like the layers. You keep peeling back layers, and they never stop. More and more information coming out. It seems like every couple of days. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you even saw on on uh, com, Matt Stevens, our uh, football beat writer at AlanaGuys.com, came out with a new thing where Connor Stallions bought tickets to Ellen, three different Illinois games, including. Uh, you know, the game would, against uh, Purdue last year was just, what, two weeks before or a week before they played Michigan. So very interesting uh, reporting, and there's so many things coming out. We may find something new um, next week. Yeah, this this is the most entertaining story uh, in college football because you every day there's something, you know, Blake Corum is supposedly in business with him, but he isn't in business. Well, I mean, just – fantastic you have no idea what's going to be the next day in the paper and the weird part about it is like michigan's now putting out all these things like well other people are stealing signs the difference is it's okay to steal signs from the sideline or even from the television it's not okay to buy tickets and attend a game and go sit in the stands and record the sideline and steal signs there's a different level one's legal one isn't legal one yeah, is but, part of the game. One is not part of the game. It's it's no different than like the Astros. It would be like the Astros saying, well, the guy on second was relaying signals too. No, that's well, part of the Brad, game. the thing is, is it was an accident. I mean, it only happened 31 times. That could happen to anybody. <laughs> you know, and it kind of reminds me of uh, when I was younger, a guy came out of the bathroom with toilet paper on his shoe and he walked around with toilet paper, you know, behind him. We were all laughing about it. And th that's kind of what Michigan is right now. They This thing just trails them around wherever they go. And it is funny because it not only does it do that, it makes me laugh, but it's something new every day, which keeps me involved and intrigued. I want so bad to say, just like the tissue paper, it's a sign of where they've been. 
<laughs> but with Dan Wolken with uh, USA Today and Dan, let's uh, get into talking about well a number of things uh, here. First off, uh, this uh, college football uh, going on with a big game with uh, UGA and, and and Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean obviously Georgia's kind of rounding back into form. Uh, I think Carson Beck's playing really well right now. They've kind of given him a little bit more each week to deal with, and I think he's handling it really well. They're starting to get a little healthier. You know, obviously Missouri gave him a tough game, and and Georgia's had a few tough games in SEC play, but playing it at home, I know they're definitely going to be taking this one very seriously because Ole Miss's record, where they're ranked, it's it's going to be a very important game for them. So, yeah, I think uh, Kirby Smart, his record in these kind of games is, is pretty much unimpeachable. So being at home, I, I certainly expect Georgia to play well. You know, the the biggest story going around in, in college football, of course, is the Michigan scandal. Is it fair to say Michigan has went into full Auburn with Cam Newton mode where they're just t- trying to protect the season and see if they can get through the national title? I, I think the situations are, are different for sure. There's just different factors. The Cam Newton thing was sort of an eligibility issue, and they had to go through this process, and they reinstated him. Mike Slive at the time, uh, who, who was the SEC commissioner, uh, was very involved both on the Auburn side and the NCAA side to try to come to a solution that was going to allow him to play. Obviously, the SEC at that point wanted uh, wanted Cam Newton to continue playing. This is a little bit different. I mean, this is the Big Ten heavily involved here. Tony Petiti, the commissioner, is getting a lot of pressure from the other schools in the Big Ten to discipline Michigan or Jim Harbaugh in some way, but the NCAA investigation is going to take more time. Uh, I I don't envy the position Tony Petiti's in because I just don't think there's a decision he could make one way or the other that's going to satisfy everybody. He's also new to the job. He doesn't have that sort of institutional gravitas uh, that somebody like Mike Slive did in the SEC having been there for so long. So I I think there's just a lot of factors here that um, are putting pressure on, on the the Big Ten to to do something, uh, but obviously Michigan, is, as an institution, is going to fight back against whatever discipline they decide to do. So then it's a question: Is it a collaborative process? Is it a, a process filled with conflict? If the Big Ten does something, is Michigan going to take it to court? I mean, there's just a lot of unanswered questions here. So I understand the the comparison, and I do think this is the biggest in season type of scandal we've seen since a Cam Newton. Uh, deal, but it, it's just totally different factors here driving this, and I'm I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, but I don't think the Big Ten can sort of let this linger for, for weeks and weeks. I think they've got to come to some type of decision really quickly, but that's hard because they don't have all the information. Talking about Dan Wolken of USA Today, does it feel like that um, in, in reading all of your great reporting on this, does it feel like there's something more it seems like each day there's like a new revelation right i mean three two or three times a week there's like something fresh coming out with the computers with you know the thing last january um is there still more here that do you think that we haven't heard about with this uh that makes this an even bigger issue than what we're already aware of well in a story like this all the big local and national media outlets are doing everything they can to try to turn over rocks and uncover details, find new angles to pursue. We've, we've seen a lot of information come out about Connor Stallions, about what the other schools in the Big Ten have have uh, have observed and what they've found out 
about Connor Stallions being in their stadium. I, I think now sort of the next part of this is twofold. One is just what the Big Ten is going to do. That's going to be a huge talking point this week. And also, where was the genesis of this investigation? Because essentially what happened here is there was a a law firm, a private investigative firm that had obviously been tracking this, had been looking into Michigan for a long time and compiled all this information and turned it over to the NCAA. And uh, so how did they get that information? Who was it? Who commissioned this this private investigative work? There's And there's other things going on at Michigan. There's this other NCAA investigation. There's this, this issue with Matt Weiss, a former assistant who was fired last year, for, and he was being investigated for computer crimes. So everyone's trying to sort of put the pieces together on a story like this, and I think that's why it's been this slow drip, drip, drip of, of information because you're just trying to find any little thing you can to, to try to get a foot in the door to uncover what is eventually going to be the, the bigger story here. And, and eventually it'll all make sense, but, but no one's quite been able to, to get there yet. Yeah. You know, everybody is looking for an advantage in, in college football. We've, we've heard about recruiting things for, you know, generations. Is the, Do you think this is th- something that other teams have done something similar and Michigan has just gone nuclear with it? Or is this something that's very unique in your, in your experience? Well, the sign stealing is not unique. That's something that certainly everyone has tried to do or everyone engages in to some degree. You know, you, you look at the film, the what they call the All-22, and you try to decipher what's going on on the sidelines, but it's not filming the sidelines for, for 60 minutes of a football game. So you're not getting much of a complete picture here. I've never heard of, and nobody I've talked to has ever heard of, somebody going to the extent that Connor Stallions did to try to go steal somebody's signals, to you know, go into an opponent's stadium, uh, to send other people into an opponent's stadium with a cell phone to record for three hours and then take that film and try to match it up with the plays. Like that's a very intricate and labor intensive level of detail, which is also very much against NCAA rules and just the, the sort of ethics of the game. And I know people don't often think about that or care about that. And, or they say, Hey, everybody's cheating. I mean, this is one of those lines that you just don't, don't cross and you know, not to cross it. Uh, And frankly, it would be crazy to do it just because of the amount of just the amount of time you'd have to put in and and you'd have to actually be good at it. And uh, obviously he was and it gave Michigan some type of advantage. How much? Nobody really knows. But no one that I've talked to has ever heard of anything quite this elaborate. Yeah. Or actually, like to your point, going to, uh, um, you know, (laughs) using your same credit card <laughs> every single game going in hey dan we know you're uh busy we appreciate your time dan welcome to usa today thanks so much thanks guys appreciate it how is your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest rate genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48 percent apr we can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. 
put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-425-1161. 800-425-1161. 800-425-1161. That's 800-425-1161. No applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-448-0828-800-448-0828-800-448-0828. That's 800-448-0828. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Guess who won a game? Michigan State snapped a six-game slide with that win at Nebraska last weekend. It was the first under interim head coach Harlan Barnett, who now gets to head down to Columbus to face number one Ohio State on primetime national TV. The Buckeyes are undefeated, but have been plagued by slow starts, scoring just 26 points in the first quarter in their last six games. Barnett says, yes, they're mighty, but they're also beatable. Oh, it feels really good. I mean, uh, and when he does a lot, you know, heals a lot of wounds and and pain, um, but the, the energy in the locker room was outstanding. I mean, everybody was excited and happy and, and uh, you know, joyful. So it was, it was good to see those guys having fun uh, for a change in a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, it's great. It was great. Great feeling. The guys have been coming to practice uh, even when we were going through the tough times uh, every week with energy and passion and ready to go. Um, but you can't feel, man, finally we got one. And uh, it felt like the weight is off your back a little bit. Um, but we still expect the same uh, energy and passion throughout the course of this week like they've been doing. Uh, but like you said, at least it's one of the development feels even a little bit better. They're a good team because they always get, you know, a lot of great talent down there. Um, you know, um, Marvin Harrison is, is an outstanding uh, football player. And, uh, and they have others as well. So um, they, they're not lacking for, for talent. Yeah, offense, defense, or anywhere. So um, we got to go down here. Like I said, have great attention to detail 
and uh, make sure we're going to execute on every chance we get opportunity to execute. The Spartans haven't won in Columbus since 2015 and are 31-point underdogs in this one. Ohio State coach Ryan Day says he's less concerned about rankings right now and more focused on being number one at season's end in January. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you, we promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053-800-613-8053-800-613-8053. That's 800-613-8053. What's the best way to get rid of a timeshare that you don't want? Call the Timeshare Exit Hotline. We're a group of attorneys that help customers legally exit their timeshares. It's an easy process. We guarantee results or you pay nothing. Exit your timeshare today. Call now. 800-715-6093. 800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. Now back to the studio and the guys from Big Sports Radio. Deion Sanders, you know, he was the every show, every pregame show at the beginning of the year was heading out to Colorado. It had to be Colorado after they beat TCU that opening week. It was re- we were ready to anoint Dion as the next, um, you know, great football coach. And, you know, and, and I think that sometimes we just got a little bit ahead of ourselves, right? I mean, you know, yeah, they, you know, they did have some quality wins early on, but this is a program that won one game last year. So winning four games is really good. I don't think it's what he wanted when he looked in this year, but, and he said, oh, we're just going to, you know, be happy with that. But I will say this, I, I think they're, they're, they've made some nice strides, but he, they, they still have a long way to go. Yeah, I, look, I was a little bit of a stick in the mud because I thought they were declaring mission accomplished way too early in the season, and you could look at that schedule and see why he was, you know, why there was a lot to accomplish. Um, 
I think ultimately with with Dion, he's going to be able to recruit at an incredibly high level. And I think he will probably put together some fantastic teams out there and then we'll see how good of a coach he is when he's got that talent. What can he do with it? I'm not certain this is the year to judge him on. I do think that some of his antics early in the season about not believing in him and address, calling out individual uh, reporters is coming back to haunt him a little bit with some people. But, you know, again, like you said, it's hard to go from one to four in terms of wins and, and they may be able to squeeze in a fifth and a sixth. And that's a heck of a, that's a heck of an improvement. Yeah. Huge turnaround. Deion Sanders, uh, had an, it had some interesting conversations this week, uh, with the press. So here's Dion talking about, um, uh, the NFL and also his, his life as a father. Coach Sean Keeler at the Denver post. I have a question for you as a dad. <laughs> And as a coach, first the coach question, uh, as far as you know and care to say, is the uh, play calling arrangement still going to be the play calling arrangement? On are are right you now? the guy that you know? Was, Am you, I the guy? Did I, you? I'm, did I'm you? that guy. It's so funny that I didn't know that, but from your line of questioning, like how you how you came with it, it's like something clicked in my head and say, that's the guy. And I didn't even see the press conference. I just saw him laugh and, and, and say, Come on, dog. <laughs> Whatever. It was. It was a good said. stiff arm. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I passed that. I passed that. Let that go, man. Just let let it go. You ain't you barking up a tree that you ain't gonna get up. That's Just right. let it go. We're we're some happy people right here. We're ecstatic. We're blessed. We're highly favored. We're 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 not where we want to be, but we we ain't where we used to be. That's true. And we're going in the right direction. So we're good. We're not that like controversy and that stuff. We don't. We don't. We're trying to raise these kids, man. Grown folks problems that that don't help kids. Speaking of raising, and kids. I've been through two divorces, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> Grown folks problems don't help kids. As a dad, uh, with I'm you, a great dad. So as a, a dad, dad, I'm a great dad. Let's stop right there. As a dad, I am balling. As a dad, I'm a Hall of Famer. As a dad, I'm an All American. As a dad, I'm a Pro Bowler. As a dad, I'm a flat out winner. As a dad, exclamation mark, I'm him. As a dad who knows the NFL people that you know, uh-huh. would there be a grade or an evaluation on Shadur that would make both of you or one of you go, huh, maybe we should look at the next level. Maybe we Why, should why would we and we having a great time here? When we appreciate and we love what we are, it's hard to look at someone else. That's Deion Sanders talking about he is the king of dads, right, Mike? So, And, and I will say this. One I thing thought about you Deion. were. Well, I am. Um, but he's 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 the queen of dance. No, wait, maybe I'm the queen. I don't know. Something like that. But anyway, so one thing I'll say about Dion, he does have his back of his kids. He's been really good with them. He's always a fun press conference. And, and sometimes, you know, I think we he he gives us those great sound bites and those great things. And it's really interesting to listen to him. I think it's harder though when you're losing, right? I mean, and so this is the first time he's really dealt with the losing side of this. So I think it's a little tougher. Yeah, and and look, the guy had tremendous success. Whether he was at Florida State, I guess Atlanta Falcons, they were relatively meaningless when he was there. And then, of course, he got on the 49ers, and then he was important for a couple years with the Cowboys. And then the Cowboys went into relatively meaningless, which they've been at ever since. But <laughs> you know, it, it, he's definitely probably rarely on a losing team, um, and. 
he also he also was probably until the day he retired one of the one or two best players on a football field every time he stepped on it so i'm sure that there's things that happen in front of him that must be mind-boggling because of the the talent and the work ethic that he put into it yeah no question Dion's one of the greatest football players of all time we'll see what he does with the he's gonna recruit as you said we'll see how he is uh once he gets all that talent um at colorado uh have some messages and we'll be back right after this you're listening to the big sports radio network with larry smith mike kegley and brad sturdy well, joining us now with more on uh, this big matchup, Penn State-Michigan, is Mike Rose. Welcome back to the show. Uh, columnist, Thanks. beat writer for the Lancaster Newspapers. Uh, Mike, good to see you again. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, you know, the, the two big regular season tests, the first one didn't go well. This <laughs> is one, though, um, it's at home. It's at Beaver Stadium. Uh, Michigan has been rolling through everybody. But listen, there's a lot of distractions right now in Ann Arbor. Um, talk a bit about uh, kind of the matchup here. Um, what do we know now uh, about this Penn State team? Maybe we didn't know, maybe heading into Ohio State a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think the, I don't know if it's we know, but there's reason to suspect that Drew Aller has been unlocked a little bit. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, at, late in that Indiana game, which which was just a horrible performance by Penn State, uh, uh, he threw an interception and it was almost like that that loosened him up a little bit. And all of a sudden, instead of executing football, he's playing football. And that sounds like the lamest amateur psychology in the world, except that Drew Aller himself kind of acknowledged it after the Maryland game. And he played much looser in that game. Uh, you know, he had one of those Pat Mahone's shovel passes for a touchdown. Uh, he, 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 he ripped the ball through the defense on slant routes, which nobody's talking about that. I thought that was very significant. Uh, in addition to throwing the ball, throwing the deep ball. So that's part of it. Um, another piece of it is, I think, is that um, Penn State is much better on defending the run than they were a year ago. This game last year, uh, Michigan ran for 418 yards. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was a dominant element in the game. Uh, I don't think that Michigan's offensive line is winning the Joe Moore Ward three years in a row. I don't think they're quite as good. Obviously, their running backs are beyond elite. They're really good. But Penn State is has their front seven has definitely gotten better, really good against the run, statistically number one in the country right now against the run. That comes with some asterisks a little bit, uh, but still much better. So. That dynamic, which was completely decisive a year ago, I don't think will be this time. You know, and I don't think, obviously, Coach Franklin has no problem getting the guy's attention, right? I mean, it's Michigan coming in, and, and look, <laughs> yeah. stakes are obvious. We know what's going on. Um, but at the same time, we were talking, and, and you had the, <laughs> the the quote of the year that we still talk about, um, you know, on the Sports Spectacular, uh, that UMass, um, you know, would be easier uh, than the bye week. And it turns out I think it was. Um you know, you, you're coming off a couple of games right now. Again, a home against Indiana, but a team that's 
to their credit, playing better. Um, yeah, they, they really are. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Playing better. And their quarterback played very well against Penn State. Yeah. I, 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 that seemed like, at the time, it seemed like just a horrific performance by Penn State, but maybe credit, it's fair to maybe credit Indiana a little for that. Yeah, and well, and I think I think the way they came back last week and and knocked off Wisconsin in a game that really, yeah, know, surprised all of us, right? I mean, yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Sure, yeah, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had so you had that test that maybe you know again we didn't see coming. Um, followed up with the with the Maryland team um, that I think is still better than than their record right now. Uh, they just run into a buzzsaw of, of teams. But my point is that um, in terms of having a couple of games um, where the team was really tested in all phases as opposed to the couple of weeks leading into the Ohio State game. Um, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that is a fair assessment. I didn't really think about that, but that's that's fair. And, and uh, you know, just to go on the road against a team that has enough athletes to to, to beat you, uh, it, it, it kind of seems like Maryland folds the tent when things are going badly. I don't know. Maybe that's totally unfair, but that's sort of how it felt on Saturday. Uh, but I really did think Penn State's offense played as well as it has all year. And you talk about the run, the run defense. I mean, it was it, it got to the point fairly early in that game where Maryland just was not going to try to run the ball because it was it was hopeless. Uh, and their quarterback had a nice game. Their quarterback had a nice game, getting rid of it quick and throwing underneath a lot. Uh, uh, and, and then it really got out of hand late, and, and it probably was not as big a blowout as the final score suggests. But, yeah, I, I that, that's fair. And also it's fair to say that Michigan has really not been tested and really not been in the hostile environment that they're going to be in Saturday. And maybe let's see what happens when they get smacked in the mouth a little bit. That's That's a piece of it, too, I think. Yeah. Talking with Mike Rose of Lancaster Newspapers as we're looking at the Nittany Lions taking on Michigan this weekend uh, in State College. Um, you know, and then there's the other look. There's just stuff off the field that just can't be ignored. Um, you know, as we are recording this segment earlier in the week at the moment, um, there is still some possible um, punishment coming down. This may happen before we actually air this. Um, it, it seems possible right now. It's It's a real mess. Talk about a bit. I guess what are you hearing on your end um, in terms of this? Michigan sign stealing scandal. Listen, I think we all agree this happens to some degree. I mean, coaches will say, yeah, obviously during the game, we're always trying to get an edge. Um, I think for people who haven't paid attention, the problem is that there is a systematic plan in place to buy a ticket as a fan and go (laughs) into the stadium and then sometimes pay somebody to go for you with the explicit intent of recording the sideline for 60 minutes. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw this, but 
the guy that Michigan supposedly sent to the UMass game, the Penn State UMass game, he bailed at halftime because, hey, it's raining like crazy. I'm sitting in the rain, and I'm watching UMass, and they're not paying me enough to do this. So that, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what to make of this any more than anybody else does. I, I know that the Big Ten coaches and athletic directors that aren't Michigan are up in arms about this, yeah. are really up in arms about this. And when it appeared, as it did maybe like a week and a half, two weeks ago, as if the Big Ten was just going to wait for the NCAA to do their investigation and not do anything more than that, I think some of these coaches and ADs were really up in arms and really, really mad about it. And you, you heard Purdue's coach talk about it very openly last right? Uh, you heard him talk about it very Big openly. News out of uh, I tried to get Franklin week, to talk about it yesterday in the press conference. And no, no soap. That was not happening. Not uh, but, um, you know, I, I However, do think it's... He will have his job stolen It's from real him to me when it's evident so, the question that was, Mike, these, one these coaches and ADs are... It's real to keep his job Something's long. going on. Um, Nobody knows because. Uh, and he, the last I heard he, well, is he that came over, uh, you know, from Oklahoma, the Big Ten, the NCAA uh, with, told with Michigan expect some kind uh, of penalty coming. You know, uh, I don't Oklahoma know how soon that is. Was not a, uh, they didn't really care about defense. <laughs> is it going to be in the next the four days? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, you know I can't imagine was, that they're going to go to take anybody, including Jim Harbaugh, off the field on Saturday. Somehow he's been a defensive coordinator at. Three and of, of course, the, the ex-marine has already been in the country deep six. So, since so I guess he, and he doesn't he have a lot be, of success uh, suspended or whatever. And I, from I don't know. What <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have anything profound to say about this. I'm, I'm amazed by this so as everybody else. Really talented yeah, and, players and it feels like right now that there's some talk out of Ann Arbor that at the end, as opposed the Big Ten comes in, I guess Commissioner Tony Petiti has the right to maybe he needs to issue a two-game suspension at a small fine. There is that clause. There is that right there. But Michigan has said, "Look, we'll fight it." It's a long legacy of giving up. Do you want to go into court? You know, on Thursday or Friday before you hit the field Saturday. That's that's the other piece of this as well. Um, but it sounds like to your point, um, look, I mean, this this is real. Um, but I think at the same time, it's one of those where um, maybe there's actually more also to this that has not been revealed yet. Um, yeah. it just Listening to the Big Sports Radio Network with Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, and Brad Sturdy. Well, joining us now with more on uh, this big matchup, Penn State, Michigan, is Mike Rose. Welcome back to the show. Uh, columnist, beat writer for the Lancaster newspapers. Uh, Mike, good to see you again. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, you know, the, the two big regular season tests, the first one didn't go well. This is one, though, um, it's at home. It's at Beaver Stadium. Uh, Michigan has been rolling through everybody. But listen, there's a lot of distractions right now in Ann Arbor. Um, talk a bit about uh, kind of the matchup here. Um, what do we know now about this Penn State team? Maybe we didn't know, maybe heading into Ohio State a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think the I don't know if it's we know, but there's reason to suspect that Drew Aller has been unlocked a little bit. Uh, I thought uh, – 
you know, at the, late in that Indiana game, which which was just a horrible performance by Penn State, uh, uh, he threw an interception, and it was almost like that that loosened him up a little bit. And all of a sudden, instead of executing football, he's playing football. And that sounds like the lamest amateur psychology in the world, except that Drew Aller himself kind of acknowledged it after the Maryland game. And he played much looser in that game. Uh, you know, he had one of those Pat Mahone's shovel passes for a touchdown. Uh, he, 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 he ripped the ball through the defense on slant routes, which nobody's talking about that. I thought that was very significant. Uh, in addition to throwing the ball, throwing the deep ball. So that's part of it. Um, another piece of it is, I think, is that um, Penn State is much better on defending the run than they were a year ago. This game last year, uh, Michigan ran for 418 yards. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was a dominant element in the game. Uh, I don't think that Michigan's offensive line is winning the Joe Moore Ward three years in a row. I don't think they're quite as good. Obviously, their running backs are beyond elite. They're really good. But Penn State is has their front seven has definitely gotten better. Really good against the run. Statistically, number one in the country right now against the run. That comes with some asterisks a little bit. Uh, but still, much better. So that dynamic, which was completely decisive a year ago, I don't think will be this time. You know, and I don't think, obviously, Coach Franklin has no problem getting the guy's attention, right? I mean, it's Michigan coming in, and, and look, <laughs> yeah. stakes are obvious. We know what's going on. Um, but at the same time, we were talking, and, and you had the, <laughs> the the quote of the year that we still talk about, um, you know, on the Sports Spectacular, uh, that UMass, um, you know, would be easier uh, than the bye week. And it turns out I think it was. Um, you know, you, you're coming off a couple of games right now. Again, a home against Indiana, but a team that's – to their credit, playing better. Um, yeah, they, they really are playing better. And their quarterback yeah. played very well against Penn State. Yeah. I, I, that seemed like, at the time, it seemed like just a horrific performance by Penn State. But maybe credit, it's fair to maybe credit Indiana a little for that. Yeah. And, well, and I think I think the way they came back last week and, and knocked off Wisconsin in a game that really yeah. – all of us, right? I mean, yeah, you know. that's what I'm talking about. Sure, yeah. absolutely, yeah, exactly. Um, but you had so you had that test that maybe you know again we didn't see coming. Um, followed up with the with the Maryland team um, that I think is still better than than their record right now. Uh, they just run into a buzzsaw of, of teams. But my point is that um, in terms of having a couple of games um, where the team was really tested in all phases, as opposed to the couple of weeks leading into the Ohio State game, um, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that is a fair assessment. I didn't really think about that, but that's that's fair. And and uh, you know, just to go on the road against a team that has enough athletes to 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 beat you, uh, it it, it kind of seems like Maryland folds the tent when things are going badly. I don't know. Maybe that's totally unfair, but that's sort of how it felt on Saturday. Uh, but I really did think Penn State's offense played as well as it has all year. And you talk about the run, the run defense. I mean, it was it, it got to the point fairly early in that game where Maryland just was not going to try to run the ball because there it was it was hopeless. Uh, and their quarterback had a nice game. Their quarterback had a nice game, getting rid of it quick and throwing underneath a lot. Uh, uh, and, and then it really got out of hand late, and, and it probably was not as big a blowout as the final score suggests. But, yeah, I, I that, that's fair. And, and also it's fair to say that Michigan has really not been tested and really not been in the hostile environment that they're going to be in Saturday. 
and maybe let's see what happens when they get smacked in the mouth a little bit. That's that's a piece of it, too, I think. Yeah. Talking with Mike Gross of Lancaster Newspapers as we're looking at the Nittany Lions taking on Michigan this weekend uh, in State College. Um, you know, and then there's the other look. There's just stuff off the field that just can't be ignored. Um, you know, as we are recording this segment earlier in the week at the moment, um, there is still some possible um, punishment coming down. This may happen before we actually air this. Um, it, it seems possible right now. It's It's a real mess. Talk about a bit. I guess what are you hearing on your end um, in terms of this Michigan sign stealing scandal? Listen, I think we all agree this happens to some degree. I mean, coaches will say, "Yeah, obviously during the game, we're always trying to get an edge." Um, yeah. I think for people who haven't paid attention, the problem is that there is a systematic plan in place to yeah. buy a ticket as a fan and go <laughs> into the stadium, and then sometimes pay somebody to go for you with the explicit intent of recording the sideline for 60 minutes. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys saw this but the guy that Michigan supposedly sent to the UMass game, the Penn State UMass game, he bailed at halftime cuz hey, it's raining like crazy. I'm sitting in the rain and I'm watching UMass and they're not paying me enough to do this. So that I thought that was pretty funny. Uh <laughs> I I don't know what I don't know what to make of this any more than anybody else does. I I know that the Big Ten coaches and athletic directors that aren't Michigan are up in arms about this, yeah. are really up in arms about this. And when it appeared, as it did maybe like a week and a half, two weeks ago, as if the Big Ten was just going to wait for the NCAA to do their investigation and not do anything more than that, I, I think some of these coaches and ADs were really up in arms and really, really mad about it. And you, you heard Purdue's coach talk about it very openly last week, right? Uh, you heard him talk about it very openly. Uh, I tried to get Franklin to talk about it yesterday in the press conference and no, no soap. That was not happening. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I do think it's, it's real to me when it's evident that these people, these coaches and ADs are, it's real to them. Yeah. Something's going on. Um, and the last I heard is that uh, the Big Ten, the NCAA, told Michigan, expect some kind of penalty coming. Now, I don't know how soon that is. Uh, <laughs> is it going to be in the next four days? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I can't imagine that they're going to take anybody, including Jim Harbaugh, off the field on Saturday who would who would matter. Um and of course, the ex-Marine has already been deep six, so so he, I guess he he can't be uh, uh, suspended or whatever. I, I don't know. I yeah. I don't have any I don't have anything profound to say about this. I'm as baffled. Yeah. I'm amazed by this as everybody else is. Yeah, and it, and it feels like right now that you know there's some talk out of Ann Arbor that at the end, if the Big Ten comes in, and I guess Commissioner Tony Petiti has the right to, um, you know, to issue a two-game suspension and a small fine. Um, there is that clause, there is that right there, but it, Michigan has said, look, we'll fight any of this. So yeah. do you, do you want to go into court, you know, on Thursday or Friday before yeah. you hit the field Saturday? That's, that's the other piece of this as well. Um, but it sounds like to your point, um, look, I mean, this, this is real. Um, but I think at the same time, it's one of those where, um, maybe there's actually more also to this that has not been revealed yet. Um, yeah. it just. But to, for, for like, to your point, for all the other schools to, and programs to come on a conference call like that is highly unusual. Um, and so I agree with you. Let me get – I will get a couple of questions. Uh, let me kind of finish with this thought as well. When it comes to, in your experience, when you've got an off-field scandal like this that's just lingering, no matter how good the team is, what kind of distraction have you seen 
um, that that impacts a, a team when it comes to game day? My sense is in the short term, it can be even a rallying thing for the team that's that's under the gun. It can be. After a while, it lingers and it's hanging over your head. I, I don't know. I don't know how long after a while is. I don't know how to define that. But but I, I do think it, it becomes an issue. It becomes a problem. Uh, and and uh, whether that happens on Saturday or not, whether whether Saturday is the point where that where that sort of kicks in. Nobody knows. No, there's no way to know. But uh, I, I do think it's it's potentially uh, a positive in, in the short term and, and and a negative in the longer term. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to get one more question back to the X's and O's of this um, before I let you go. Uh, the number. What is the we've talked about Drew Aller. What is the Penn State running game? Penn State running game have to do um, what kind of number they have to put up or performance they have to do to get uh, this W on Saturday? Well, this is uh, an interesting uh, piece. I mean, I, I've kind of forgot to bring this up. But Franklin talked a lot yesterday about he used the word patience a lot, okay. and I think he thought I th- I think he thought they screwed up the offensive game plan and the play calling in the Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. I'm reading between the lines of no, uh, multiple things that he said since then, even immediately after the game. I, I think he thinks this game's going to be a rock fight. Big news out of USC this week as they fired their defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch. The Grinch will not steal Christmas this year. However, he will have his job stolen from him for Thanksgiving. So the question, Mike, there's one simple question for this. How did he keep his job this long? Nobody knows because he, he, well, he came over, you know, from Oklahoma um, with, with Lincoln and, um, you know, Oklahoma was not a – they didn't really care about defense there during the Lincoln-Riley era. And he didn't – you know, he he was, you know, kind of let go at Ohio State when he was a co-defensive coordinator. So, somehow he's been a defensive coordinator at three of the biggest programs in the country since 2018 and doesn't have a lot of success. And – from what it you hear talk is that he overcomplicates things so that these really talented players are on the field thinking about football as opposed to playing football. The old maybe he needs to practice the old keep it simple, stupid, right? Yes. I mean, that would say the old kiss method. Yeah, it, it's 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 a long legacy of giving up points, which I think is not good on defense. I, I think that you're supposed to prevent points. I, I could be wrong, but that's the way I've always thought. One team that does a really good job of not giving up points is is Utah. Utah has a tremendous defense. And uh, Washington, though, you know, it's kind of surprised. I, Washington has great offense, obviously, Michael Penix. How about Washington? What do you think of that, D? Yeah, you know, I, I think there's a team that, that probably – doesn't really have the defense that you're you're expecting if you're a, a, a Big Ten type of guy or gal, uh, and, and probably not even SEC level either, but they haven't had to because of Michael Penix. And so the question that I would have is when you get into the Big Ten, 
if you don't play better defense than that, as long as you have a super stud quarterback, you'll be okay. But it may be that Washington becomes one of those programs that is limited by who their quarterback is in terms of their ceiling. Yeah, I, I, I but you know what? And I, I, you say that I agree with you. I think all programs are limited by who their quarterback is, you know, to a certain extent in college football, there's no position that's more important than quarterback. If you don't have a quality quarterback, you are not going to be really good. You know, we, we've seen that over and over. And it, yeah, it helps when you have put guys around some of these guys, they look like better quarterbacks, but you got to win with quarterback position. And I think that's why it's become such an offensive minded thing. I mean, you know, you look at uh, what the top teams have and they have a quarterback who makes plays. Um, so uh, this it's always interesting to follow. Now, okay, next next thing uh, I want to talk about here, Chip Kelly, UCLA. What what's his status there? What are people thinking about Chip Kelly right now at UCLA? Obviously, he came in. He was paid really well. He's and and I'm not even going to say that he hasn't been uh, good. You know, I I think he's had some good points. He's he's made this program better. But is it enough for what they're paying? You know, he's six and three. Um, got a chance, you know, may, I don't know what he's going to finish, but you know, how does it, how does he look right now? You know, he's an interesting one. Cause he's, he's a, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, a odd duck and he's, he's not a guy who really cares about whether people like him or anything like that. He kind of coaches the way he wants to coach, but you know, it, it, it ultimately, I guess it, how long do you wait around for him to get good? And at the dollars that he's at, he needs to start putting up double digit wins for what he's getting paid at UCLA. And I'm not certain that his zeal for recruiting or lack thereof is going to be able to, you know, write the checks of talent that he needs to beat USC and now Michigan and Ohio state and, Washington, Still Oklahoma Oregon. and Washington. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough. I, I will say that, you know, they've done a good job beating teams. They, they should beat, but they right. haven't gotten that win against a, a really good team. Um, maybe Washington state, but you know, I, I don't look at them as being at that level. They do have a USC game coming up. You know, they should beat Arizona state. They got USC coming up and Cal, if they win out and get to nine and three, feel feel a lot better eight and four for what he's being paid I, I don't know if that's what you're looking for at this time so we'll see yeah and he certainly isn't producing the double digit victories that he did at Oregon you know where he won oh. 12 games you know three years in a row yeah definitely not at the level that we're expected so that's uh that's our Pac-12 talk for the for this evening it's uh obviously you know some really interesting storylines going on in the Pac-12 right now, and we will see uh, who comes out on top in this tough football division. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-373-8414-800-373-8414-800-373-8414. That's 800-373-8414. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the detox and treatment helpline now. Write this number down. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380. That's 877-927-3380. Now back to the studio and the guys from Big Sports Radio. All right, we're back here, and uh, let's let's delve into a, an article that Dan Wilkin wrote uh, about the NCAA tournament and the future of the NCAA. Mike, I, I, did you read this article? Oh, of course I did. Dan does great work, and of course he's a friend of uh, the Big Sports Radio Sports Spectacular shows. Yeah, so it talks about the NCAA tournament concerns, about, and, and I think this is something we've addressed before, about these power conferences eventually deciding they want to maybe break off into a new, uh, their own entity. What, what is that going to happen? I think it will. <laughs> Excuse me, but I, I think it will. But I do think the, the issue that we're finding out, and the Big Ten's finding it out right now, is it's not so fun to be the guy who's going to be the object of the lawsuits when you try to enforce the rules. And so I do think there is a possibility that the NCAA basketball tournament and the rest of the smaller sports could stay under the NCAA umbrella because the conferences don't want to mess with the lawsuits and the enforcement part of it. But if they decide that the profits are too much that they're like, you know what, if we can cut out the other 270 teams and, you know, the top four conferences, we split all the money ourselves, well, we'll take on some of that stuff, then I think they may do it. But I think that's the crux of the situation. And so people watching what happens to the Big Ten with the Jim Harbaugh, it might be a prelude to what happens there. Now, I do think football is inevitable. I think they're going to break away and do some sort of group with football. The rest of it, 
We'll have to see. What do you think? Well, I, I think football, the, it's been, they kicked the can down the road. The NCAA put 12 teams in the playoff. The reason they did 12 teams playoff, people have been wanting this for a long time. The reason they did that was because now it allows some of these power conference teams to get into the playoff. It gives more teams an opportunity to make it. When you only have four teams or you only had two teams back in the old BCS days, you had very limited number of people who had an opportunity. Now you have more teams and opportunities. You open that up to various teams. And you've also opened it up to a you know, a non-Power 5 team. Now, the other part about this, so let's say you, you, you just have the Power 5 conferences. What's a Power 5 conference now? I mean, you know, is it going to be, I mean, is the Pac-12 at, with like two teams and a bunch of mid-major teams a Power 5 conference now? Probably not. So I, I think there's going to have to be, I think it's a while down the road. I do think you're right. Eventually it's going to have a different look. I'm not really worried about the NCAA tournament because the NCAA tournament is the it's the biggest event in 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 college sports. It goes for weeks. It's not just a, you know, it's not the college football playoff was great when it was four teams, that's cool. It doesn't capture the eyes when you uh, and the the conversations at every water cooler, every pool that goes on uh, all the things like the NCAA tournament. It just captures the nation. And so I, I don't know if that can change because they, they want it to be like that. They want it to capture um, everybody talking about it. Yeah, I, I think it depends on how many end up in that P4, let's say, conferences. If you end up with approximately, you know, Jim Delaney was very clear when he talked about it in the past around 80 teams, which gives you enough to do a 32-team uh, tournament. And you don't have to necessarily – invite anybody else in and then you have your tournament it's 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 a weekend shorter but you but, end but up doesn't that take away mike from takes away the, the cinderellas cinderellas i mean you don't have a george mason going to the final four florida atlantic last year would definitely not be a high major but they are they were in the final four so it takes away some of that the the some of that great the intrigue from the ncaa tournament you know That's what why it I brings think back money Exactly. They don't. They don't have to split it with all these schools yeah. everywhere, and that. And I, I, sadly, but that's revenue streams seems to be yeah. finding and then, new and bigger revenue streams. And that's know? fair. I, I I agree. Everything's about money now. I I do. The other side, though, I do feel like it would open the door for teams to maybe who aren't in the group of five, power four, whatever you want to call it at this point, to win a national championship at a different level. I mean, you know, maybe, uh, you know, we used to have the one, we still have like, used to be one double A, you know, yep. FBF, SCS type stuff. A lot of these teams. So football's kind of gone to that um, thing. So, all right. So that, hey, good stuff there. Dan Wolken uh, wrote a really nice article. I think it's interesting. And it, it opens up a lot of, uh, opens up your mind a little bit when you start thinking about what the future of college sports is going to look. Thanks to all the guests who joined us here on the show. We hope you enjoy the games and enjoy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 